goodness, thank you so much to the worship team. And I was speaking to some of them earlier this morning. I said, you know what? You all are very important to our worship because what happens is your roles, you usher us into the presence of God. And so we thank you for the ministry of our worship team. Well, it's so good to see all of you here this morning. And those of you joining us online, uh, thank you for being a part of our worship today. God is in this place. Amen. And it's, it's, okay, it's okay. You can say amen. You can clap, whatever you want to do. <laughs> we have freedom in Jesus' name, don't we? God is in this place. And so far today, we have felt his presence and we praise him and thank him for that today. And it's a privilege for me to, to share uh, from my heart this morning and to share from you from God's word. Because as you know, the more you study God's word, the more you stay close to it, the more you stay close to him. And so we praise him for that. Let's pray this morning. Lord God, we thank you so much that we can come to your house today, Lord, that we can have a one-on-one -on -one encounter with you, Lord, on this good Sunday. We thank you, Lord, because you've already started to speak to us. Lord, you've already started to, to change to change our hearts, and Lord, we want to be in tune to what you have for us today. So Lord, continue to speak, continue to do your best work in us, and we love you, Lord. In your name we pray, and all God's children said, amen. amen. Well, this morning we're talking about how the journey continues, uh, and the Israelites' journey to the, to the promised land. And my husband shared last week uh, just a little bit about uh, what that was like in the very beginning. We're going to dig deeper in that uh, today. But first, I just want to share with you a little bit about a, a journey that I had last week, <laughs> a hiking journey. Now, raise your hand if you like to hike. <laughs> you see, mine's not all the way raised. I, I, you guys, I'm not a hiker, I'm a walker, and I can walk really, really well. Um, but last week, we were invited to, to go on a beautiful hike with uh, a lot of you here in our Croc Church family. And um, we were so excited, and I was like, okay, this shouldn't be too difficult. I was told that it's just the begin, it's at the beginner level. I was told that um, it was an easy trail. And so I was like, yes, we are all in uh, for this hike. We'll join you. We will gladly join you. And I was anticipating just um, the fellowship and also uh, the beauty of, of God around us. So we got there. We arrived. I had my sneakers. I was ready. <laughs> and uh, we started. And we found, you know, a good stride. I found my stride. And everything was great. And I remember just having a conversation with the Lord, uh, saying, you know what, Lord, I, I just thank you that I could be a part of this. I thank you that I can see your creation uh, around me. And I just felt so grateful in that moment. I was like, Lord, I am blessed. And I thanked him for that. Well, as I kept going and going on this trail, uh, we hit our first incline. And I was like, oh, wait a minute, hold on. 
<laughs> what's happening here? Um, and then as we kept going, I noticed that my, my feet started to slip underneath me because um, the, the trail started out dry, but then because of the rains, it was pretty muddy and then it was very treacherous. So I found myself in those moments uh, quickly taking my eyes off of the creator and I began to focus on the circumstances and what was going on around me. I actually, I didn't even look out anymore. I was just, as I was walking, I was just looking, <laughs> looking at my feet, making sure that I, I didn't slip over the edge. Um, but I thank God for Mary. Where's Mary? I see Mary is here. Hi, Mary. Mary was with, uh, with me on my journey, and Rick was with me on my journey, and Scott was with me, and uh, you guys were great and encouragers to get me through it. <laughs> so I thank you for that. And my husband, of course. <laughs> he was great, even though he did slip uh, toward the end, and it was like slow motion, because I was like, oh my gosh, there he goes. But um, you know what? We, we made it through. We got to the end. But at the end, I was like, oh, gosh, I miss so much because of the fact that I took my eyes off of the creator and I started to focus so much and was ingrained in my circumstances that I missed out on the blessing. So my goal is to go back to that trail, to conquer it again. The 2.3 miles seemed like eight uh, to go back to that and to enjoy it fully and enjoy all that God had, uh, has for me there. Well, God said that the journey wouldn't be easy, right? Or he, God never said that the journey would be easy, but he did promise to be with us. And you're going to hear that several times in the message today. God never said that the journey would be easy, but he did promise to be with us. And as I mentioned in the beginning, um, my husband talked about a little bit about the Israelites in the promised land last week, and he ended his sermon by proclaiming uh, that when Abram stood on a hill and he looked out at the promised land, he worshiped the Lord and he called upon his name. And that was the beginning of the journey for the Israelites. Just like the Israelites, we are all on a journey. No journey is the same. For some of us, our journey may look like this. You have a nice path. It's a beautiful path, pretty straight and narrow. And then for some of us, the journey may look like this. You see, we have a smooth path here, but as you can see in the distance, the storms are coming and the storms are raging. Regardless of what our journeys look like, regardless of what our path is, we have to know and we have to believe that God is with us. Here today, all of you here today, and even you online, you have experienced or are currently experiencing trials, struggles, challenges, great challenges, but you're also experiencing joy, victories, heartache, happiness, blessings, and it goes on and on. God never said the journey would be easy, but he did promise to be with us. Can I get an amen for that? Yes. 
So we're going to, let's look at uh, the Israelites' journey, and we're going to, last week we started at the beginning, this week we're, we're starting at the end, because the Israelites are just, they're there, they've made it, and they're just heading down um, into the promised land, and leadership has, has switched here. So we have the scripture here for you on the screen, you can open your Bibles to Joshua uh, chapter 1, and we'll be reading Joshua 1, verses 1 through 9 from the NIV. This is great. This, this, this is really great. Okay, follow along with me. After the death of Moses, the Lord's disciple, God spoke to Moses' assistant, whose name was Joshua. I have a Joshua. That's my oldest. That's his name. It's a great name. The son of Nun. And he said to him, now that my disciple is dead, you are the new leader of Israel. Lead my people across the Jordan River into the promised land. I say to you what I said to Moses, wherever you go will be part of the land of Israel. All the way from the Negev desert in the south to the Lebanon mountains in the north and from the Mediterranean Sea in the west to the, Euph to the Euphrates River in the east, including all the land of the Hittites. No one will be able to oppose you as long as you live, for I will be with you just as I was with Moses. I love the promise that God gives. I will not abandon you or fail to help you. Verse six, be strong and brave, for you will be a successful leader of my people, and they shall conquer all the land I promised to their ancestors. You need only to be strong and courageous and to obey the letter, every law Moses gave you. For if you are careful to obey every one of them, you will be successful in everything you do. Constantly remind the people about these laws and you yourself must think about them every day and every night so that you will be sure to obey all of them. For only then will you succeed. Yes, be bold and strong. Banish fear and doubt. For remember, the Lord your God is with you wherever you go. Praise God for his word today. And so we see the, 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 the switch in leadership, and we see the instructions that uh, they were given as the Israelites go into, as they proceed uh, into the promised land. Well, I just want to share with you a little bit about uh, the journey in between for them, and you can find that in Exodus, um, and I'm sure some of you have already um, heard the story of Moses and the Israelites and what they endured in Egypt. But let me just share with you a little bit about uh, some highlights from their journey, what they had to endure. Well, as you may already know, the Israelites were enslaved in Egypt, and after 430 years, imagine that, 430 years, they were delivered. Amen. And you think that that would be great, right? Right? You think that, but you'll see. The Bible says on the very day the 430 years ended, the Lord's people left Egypt. 600,000 men, not including the women and the children. If each man is married with an average of five children, this would bring the entire population of Israel to six million. Can you imagine that? Mixed multitudes of people also with them, plus that didn't include their sheep, the cattle, and the goats. 
Think about the logistics. If, you're, if anyone out there is a logistic person, think about what it took to simply feed and water, right? Everybody, so they would need 1,500 tons of food, 4,000 tons of wood, 11 million gallons of water each day to meet the needs. Wow, talk about impossible. This was the beginning of an impossible journey. The people of Israel spent 40 years in the desert when they left. So it wasn't an immediate uh, route to the promised land, no, no. They were in the desert for 40 years. In those 40 years, they experienced famine, life, new life, death, sickness, and incredible hardship. They received the Ten Commandments, as we know. They turned their backs on the Lord, on God. They worshiped idols, and they also built a tabernacle all in that time. So their journey, their journey was a difficult one. It wasn't an easy one. The days, if you think about it, the days must have been intense, hot, dry. I'm sure they got weary. They were led around the desert road towards the Red Sea. Hot, dry, barren wasteland, the sea looming off in the distance. We can almost hear the complaining starting then, right? Right? Because sometimes when things get hard, and we don't always go to the Lord first, right? Our flesh starts to take over and we begin to take our eyes off of the one who, who sustains us and we start to get into our flesh and complain. Put yourself in their shoes for a moment. Have you ever found yourself in dry desert places on your journey? Perhaps you felt alone Perhaps you felt far away from God. I don't know what your relationship is with the Lord this morning. Hopefully, you're very close to him, but perhaps there have been moments when you have felt so far away from him. Maybe you turned your back on God because of what you've experienced in your, on your journey, because of the hard moments in your life. But God never promised that the journey would be easy but he did promise that he would be with us along the way. Perhaps you've asked the question, when can I have my promised land? When, is, when, when am I going to experience all that God promised me? Well, I want to share a little, little bit with you about my personal journey, uh, journey story this morning. It's one that has been filled with much pain, but it's also one that has been filled with much joy as well. I'm proud to say that I stand before you as a cancer survivor, 15 years. I stand before you as a car accident survivor. I'll never forget it, we were on our way, we were living in LA at the time, and we were on our way to, to the Inglewood Salvation Army, and I was driving, and a huge truck just sideswiped us. And at the time, our son, Joshua, was two weeks old. Osei was sitting in the back with him, and 
he was actually going to preach that Sunday. And the, car, the truck hit us. We flipped over four times. Oh, I'm sorry. I hit the center divider. We flipped over four times. And actually, part of our car ended up on the other side of the 91 freeway. And I don't remember anything that happened in that moment. I do know that my baby was safe, no bruises, no injuries. I do know that we both are alive today and we walked away from that tragic accident. Praise God for that. But you never know, you never know what's gonna happen on your journey, but God was with us and his grace and, and was with us. You know, I have, I've had moments uh, in, in my walk with the Lord where there have been extreme dark days and there have been times where I didn't even know how I was gonna get out of the pit that I was in, but he saw fit to pull me out of that pit. He was with me. And then there have been times when I've had, like I shared, great victories, um, but I will never, forget what God has done for me. And I just want to encourage you, don't ever forget or take for granted what God has done for you because he's still actively working and moving on our behalf. And I praise God for, him, for that. So my journey hasn't been easy, but God was with me. And I want to share with you my favorite verse. It's my life verse. It really is. Isaiah 41.10. There it is on the screen. You know what? Can you read it with me? Let's read this together. It says, so do not fear, for I am with you. Do not be dismayed, for I am your God. I will strengthen you and help you. I will uphold you with my righteous right hand. Amen. And then we have there are so many promises that God gives us in his word. Another one is from Isaiah 43, 2. And it, this one isn't on the screen, but it says, when you go through deep waters, I, I will be with you. Thank God that he's with us. Remind yourself that God is with you always. God is with you wherever you go. He's with you. He's here. He's never left your side. He's with you every step of the way, no matter what your journey looks like. Here are some more promises for you today. Promises that the Israelites received way back then that are still true for us today. God never left his people alone on their journey. Even though they endured so much, they endured great loss, but they also endured uh, great victories. He never left them. He was with them. God's presence was always there as a reminder to them that they hadn't been left on their own in the wilderness. We are not alone today. He's with us. As a pillar of cloud in, in the day and the fire by night, he guided them, giving them shade from the fierceness of the desert sun and giving them a light in the darkest of nights. What an awesome reminder that God will not leave us to fend for ourselves. We're not alone. 
He doesn't just leave us to struggle and to inch our way through. He's with us. He will lead us. He, his promises are true. He promises to be faithful. We may not see him in a pillar, of a pillar of cloud or fire these days, but we have his word to help us. We have the Holy Spirit to guide us on our journey. He's with us. He gives wisdom. He provides direction so we never have to fear being left on our own to figure things out. He goes ahead of us. He carries us when we can't even walk ourselves. And we don't even know it, but he's there. And he guards our way from behind. <clears throat> his word gives truth and life. That means we have to stay in his word so we know. It shows us the way. Just like the Israelites, we too are on this spiritual journey as God leads us to our own promised land. Maybe you feel like the blessing is too long in coming. Maybe you feel like giving up. Don't give up. Don't give up. Keep pushing through. Keep leaning on the Lord. He is your strength. Be assured again today that God is faithful and he will use all things to strengthen our faith and bring goodness to his people. Stay strong. He's with you. And we all know the end of this story. They did eventually make it to the promised land, didn't they? Amen. Amen. In our time of reflection today, we're going to be singing a song that talks about God's grace. And I'm gonna invite my husband up to join me because his amazing grace still amazes me, right? I'm an illustration of his grace. I shouldn't be standing here in front of you today, but yet I'm here. Maybe some of you shouldn't even be here today, but you're here. That's a blessing and God is with you. So as we sing, Take the time to just reflect on the goodness of God. Take the time to reflect on the promises of God for you that are never ending, never ceasing, and never failing.